Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Here we go, Barflies. Welcome to the Barfly Tailgate Show. You already know. It's done by Barflies for Barflies and all the other Bears fans out there. What's going on, fellas? What is up? It's another week in the books. Uh, shout out to Aldo for holding down the crew while I took a little much needed time off. And, and the Bears get a little <laughs> mini bye week here, too. So uh, uh, we'll get into all that. But uh, I'll go ahead and introduce you, fellas, or let you introduce yourself. First of all, the man across the pond, coming from far and wide, my man C-Dub. What is going on, Chris Watts? Hey, man, how you doing, guys? It's, it's, it's great to be with you, boys. You know, it a bit, it's been a bit weird over this last month and that. We've been a bit down on numbers, so it's, uh, it's good to have people back in. But, yeah, I'm all right, mate. Just looking, for, looking forward to the game on Monday and, uh, you know, still getting over that slightly shocking display on what we had against Washington. But, no, I'm good, guys, and uh, it's great to see KB, man. Yeah, shocking display. That's a nice way to put it. Uh, and then the man that, meet, that needs no introduction, the man, the myth, the legend, K Bizzle, my man KB. What's good, brother? What's up? <laughs> the crowd goes wild. KB comes into the room. <laughs> What's up, people? What's going on, man? Your boy. Uh, see, we, we was having a couple of difficulties, man. Your boy was on vacation at one point, and another day, uh, I, I I don't know what happened with the link. I ain't get one, and so much stuff is um, just going on. But it's good to be on with your boys, man. It's good to see my boy Chris, man. Good to see my boy AC, man. You've been globe trotting, man. You was in Indiana last week, brother. What's going on with you? I was, I was in the damn sticks in Indiana. I'm you, I, <laughs> I, I was trying to watch that. Uh, I was telling Chris before we got on, I was trying to watch that Kentucky game out there. My phone would just, like, show me one play and then just bump it. Bump it. Oh. Oof. But I, I was lucky, though, because it was the South Carolina game that we lost. So I, I didn't lose much. You know what I'm saying? I, I was glad I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was gonna say that's the one you don't want to tune in completely for. Ah, oh, damn, we losing. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Chris, Chris put it mildly, uh, talking about the uh, disappointment against the Washington Commanders. Oh, man, that game was just ugly. 
like from the start. It just it seemed like we couldn't get any momentum. Well, we did get some momentum. Like if the if the field was was eighty yards, we'd have been golden. I mean, man, <laughs> we'd have put up crazy <laughs> amount of points. But unfortunately, it's a hundred yards, and uh, we got inside the five three times and scored zero points out of it. That's just unacceptable. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't do that in high school and expect to win, let alone right. the league. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'll get y'all's y'all's main overall thoughts. Uh, I'm sorry if I just took the the biggest point of the game. Oh, uh, no! But, uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say the the biggest points were pretty much all the glaring points of that game. Uh, you get into the in you inside the twenty yard line, the red zone, man, and more specifically inside the five, and you come away with no points three times. Nah. I mean that that's the that's the stat of the game, man. That's that's yeah. the game all in itself. You score once, you win. Mm-hmm. That's just the honest mm-hmm. to God truth. Uh, yeah. It was it was like you said, it was one of those games where you just turn on and you just kind of look at it and say, yeah, "I'm not feeling watching this," so I know they're not feeling playing this. And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much how that game went. Mm-hmm. You have any more thoughts on it, Chris, or is that your main um, takeaway as well? I mean that that was that was my main takeaway, but it was just uh, it worse because we were like you know we lost to a really bad team, you know, and they, they were shocking Washington. Well, they they were really worse than us. But like it's like how KB said, if you don't score when you're in the red zone, then you're not going to win the game. And we were in the end zone so much that we should have had about at least two touchdowns from it. And um, yeah, just just that, and also seeing the struggles of fields as well. It was very frustrating, and you know, I really felt for the guy because he was taking some massive shots, but he still yeah. hung in there. Uh, and you think about it as well, if uh, if Mooney had called that that touchdown pass, we would have won it. So, it, you know, what like we blow the way, but it was just because we lost to a really bad team, i.e. Washington. That's what that's what really sort of pissed me off. Yeah, I agree with what Tarine said here, too, about the game just kind of crushed our fandom. Yeah. I mean, uh, coming into the season when we saw that six-point or six-game uh, win and uh, um, total, I thought for sure we would pass that. But at, at the same time, I was expecting – I wasn't expecting the Giants to be as good as they are. The Giants might be for real. I mean, they went and beat the, the Packers mm. and teams like that already. They're riding that Saquon train, and Saquon's looking real good. And, of course, mm-hmm. I had the Commanders as a win. I also had the Jets as a win, and they ain't looking too bad either. Uh, but we'll have to see how this season plays out. Um, Life with the M's here says, uh, what do you say to someone that is completely down and out on this team right now? And I just got to say. Are you are you in a city that allows marijuana, uh, marijuana, marijuana use? Uh, that's uh, – <laughs> That's uh, that's what I would say to you. If you can smoke and get high, do it. <laughs> hey, work, work, works for me, mate. Works for me. <laughs> I, this team, man. Like I said, I, I'm one of the ones that had the the Giants and the you know what I'm saying the, the Redskins as pencil wins. It's good to see that the Giants are doing good. They were four and one right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Battling in the East, which is shocking because everybody thought they'd be in the bottom of that division. Uh, mm. I, I I keep wanting to call them the Redskins so bad, but the, the Commanders that's that's it's 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 that's unforgivable. That's yeah. 
there, it was coaching malpractice. There's yeah, something we dude. see every week. Uh, we trot this offensive line out. Offensive line is not good. You got wide receivers that don't get open. And like I said, we're not going to hold Fields to not having any flaws because, yeah, he has his flaws. But where are the design runs when we're in the red zone? I'm 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 watching the, the game and Richard Sherman is like, why are y'all in the, the red zone and there are no no design runs absolutely to, to fields at all? Mm-hmm. You, if we're gonna sit in the shotgun. Why why the hell aren't we doing read options? Can he not run them? What, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh mm-hmm. it's it I don't know, man. It just seems like it just seems like coaching malpractice to me, man. I and it, it sounds it sounds bad, but it sounds like something we talk about every year. For the past yeah. decade, we have I, players that people don't seem to know how to use. Yeah, I, I think that I think that my hopes were a little high. I mean, Don Burr came on here and told us our team was trash, but we expect that from him because he's a Lions fan. Yeah, but like what I saw from Braxton Jones, he looked pretty good all year. He got beat like a drum for Montrez Sweat. There was no yeah, question did. about it. And if Chase Young had played in that game, it would have been even uglier. Um, offensive line just looked bad man and i know a lot of people are like i saw online after the game a lot of people were blaming fields i even went back and forth with this one guy during the game it was like fields holds on to the ball too i got news for y'all if y'all want us to draft a quarterback in the first round here's your top three picks you got cj stroud running the same offense that justin fields ran and justin fields looked better running it there's no doubt about it justin fields had a national championship should have been up for the Heisman Trophy that year type of season with that Ohio State Buckeyes offense. Then you got my guy, Will Levis. As much as I love Will Levis, y'all think Justin Fields holds on to the ball too long? Will Levis does the exact same thing. And Will Levis, he will take the hits, which I guess is a good thing. And sometimes you'll see flashes, but you'll also see Will Levis at least once a game, you'll see him throw an interception that should not have been thrown. And then number three is – uh the guy at Alabama, Bryce Young, who is six foot, 190 pounds. If he took those hits that Justin Fields took last week, he's on IR right now. So yeah. I don't see the point of moving moving forward and trying to get another quarterback um, in this draft. Kind of wish we had Jordan here to talk about some of this stuff. I feel like we just got to build around Justin Fields mm-hmm. and what we do have. Uh, the mm. offensive line, I've heard there's some changes. Chris, I talked about this before we hopped mm. on. Um, I've heard that the changes are – Braxton Jones is going to get another shot at left tackle because he, other than last week, he's he's done solidly. Left guard, they're putting, from what I've heard, Michael Schofield. Center, they finally benched Mustafer. Excuse me. And they're going to put Lucas Patrick in there. And then the right side is the same with Jenkins and Borum. And Borum, honestly, I had I th- I don't think he's looked that great. I just don't think that they have the depth. I mean, I guess if you think of Riley Reef, but obviously the coaches see him every every day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not seeing much out of him. Um, what do you think that would be a better lineup than what we saw last week, Chris? Or uh, it, I mean, it's just it's got to be that. I mean, Mustafer is center, really. <laughs> I mean, you know, and also as well, Patrick wasn't really playing that well as left guard. So hopefully, you know, when he's back to his more natural position as centre, that he actually his play picks up because you know he, he will get turned around a lot by Washington. I know that's that's a part of Washington's strength is their is their D line, but um, 
he was getting turned around far too much. But I think, like like you say, see, with, with the people we've got, the, the plays we've got, I think that's probably the best line that we can do at this moment in time. Because uh, I think, the, the, you know, the people who are not playing are people who are still developing or we just don't feel like they're quite there yet. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that's probably the best we've got at the moment. I'm, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, maybe once he gets up to speed, Leatherwood maybe in that left yeah. forward position. Uh, he was a um, – um, uh, award-winning left tackle at Alabama a year and a half ago. You know, he got one year in Las Vegas, and then they cut him loose after moving him all around their O-line and trying to get him to learn different positions and stuff. But I think if you can put that kid in one spot and let him learn, um, I think he'll be uh, – and he's got to be at least decent, you know. And uh, we talk yeah. about Schofield, the worry of Schofield, how he got beat. I think it was in the preseason against the Chiefs, but like I told mm. you, that was Chris Jones, man. Chris Jones is going to mm. beat a lot of guards in this league. He's a Pro Bowl slash All Pro defensive tackle who just gets it done. Um, mm. <laughs> Jeffrey McLaughlin here says it's bad when you're looking forward to college basketball. I you, um, I mean, I don't know if that's much better for you, Jeff, because I. <laughs> I mean, at least my Kentucky basketball team is pretty good, you know, as long as we don't run into St. Peter's and the <laughs> the monster that they are. But uh, I really put this up because Kentucky and Indiana, that's an old rivalry, like old, old right. rivalry. Um, and they're talk, they're in talks of bringing that back in a couple of years. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the uh, O-line looked bad. I hate that I stayed up all night and watched that game. And we were, I mean, we were inches away from winning it, really. That's like, all me. Even if I mean, the thing Mooney, is, that, sorry, sorry, see, sorry, mate. You, you had a butted in there terribly. No, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, though, I've not, we have lost, you know, we have lost four games, uh, but we're not being blown out. We're not being really blown out by anybody. We're always just right in the game, apart from maybe. The second half against Green Bay, they, they they were blowing us out a bit. But every other game had been right in it. And if it, you know, if the ball, you know, if we'd have got a touchdown where we were supposed to do, or this was supposed to happen, then you know, we could have, we could be four and two, or at yeah. least three and three. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's two things. Sort of a slight positive I'd try to take away is that well, at least we're not getting blown out like I don't know thirty to nil, or you know, it, you know, it's like a complete embarrassment. It's just, it's just. It's just growing pains. It's just frustrating. And uh, like I said on the last show, what I did with Alder, it's, you know, people have got to look at what, what the overall plan is for this regime. Their, their plan is to it's a big competitor this year, but next year with all the cap space and having more draft picks as well. That, that's the time yeah. really when I'm going to really start. That's when they've got to start proving to me that the good coaches and good administrators is when they've actually got all the tools there like they haven't got this year. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to, like, when you started going on your tangent there, it made me think of this comment of what, what do we say to Bears fans that are just down and out. <laughs> this year is not looking good, but we are in every game. So if mm. you're looking at a rebuilding year that we knew we were going into, look, it doesn't happen like the Giants. Most of the time you bring in a new GM and a new head coach. You And, and we saw what Ryan Pace left this regime with. Look at all the guys that polls had to just straight up cut or, or trade away because they were 
older in age, their contracts were bad. It put us in a hole for this year as far as spending. When people talk about bringing in OBJ or bringing in, uh, I remember the Honey Badger when he was a free agent, talk, just talking about bringing in these big-name guys. We just didn't really have the cap space. So now what Ryan Poles mm-hmm. is kind of doing is this is almost a foundation. He's trying to build a foundation and build up from it, which sucks for us as Bears fans that tune in every week to watch this team and hope for a win. But but they are close. I mean, all these mm-hmm. games are close. Even the the Vikings game that I thought was going to be a blowout, they oh, end up God. clawing their way back and actually having the lead in the fourth quarter. So uh. that's that's something we can use going forward. You can see who should stick around and who should probably be let go, like Smith Marset, who they released, and they brought up mm. Isaiah Cole from the practice squad to give him a shot. You know, they're going to give these guys chances to make or break their careers, really, because these guys are all young, hungry guys on short contracts that have to – they're fighting for their NFL lives. I saw Mm -hmm. a a thing today that that put the first-round picks that the Bears have up against the first-round picks that, you know, the Bills, the Chiefs, all these major teams have. We have two first-round picks. Those teams have like five to seven first round picks. Mm -hmm. So that hurts too. You know, when you make that trade for Khalil Mack, you expect him to be the cornerstone of your defense and carry you into the future. And that really didn't happen. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you trade up for Mitch, which is on Ryan Pace. That drops you another first round pick. And then you trade up for Justin Fields, who I love and I think he's the future. But that kept us from having a first round pick this year. To maybe maybe get a wide receiver that we could pair with him, maybe get a franchise left tackle. We saw nine offensive linemen go in the first round, and we saw mm. a ton of wide receiver talent go in the first round. Chris Olave in New Orleans. You saw. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head all the first round wide receivers we saw last year. Oh, Garrett Wilson, uh, Jamison Williamson, or Williams, whatever his name is, that went to Detroit. Drake London. Uh, who else? Somebody else. Try to think. So, I was definitely, over that. definitely another wide receiver, but right. The point yeah. is, we saw a ton of wide receiver and offensive linemen go off the board, which is why he went with Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker. Who Jaquan Brisker? I I was looking for a guy's jersey that I wanted for the future because I like to have players who are on the field. I think uh-huh. that number nine is going to be the one I get. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I like the way that kid plays. Uh, and, and, and Kyler Gordon's starting to put it together a little bit, yeah. too. He had a good game against the Commanders going against um, – say what you will about the Commanders. They have wide receiver talent. You know? Oh, yeah. They can get shit Terry, Terry Terry and, uh, and Curtis Samuel, they, they got some dudes over there. They just I was going to say, I, I don't think Dyson played against us, but uh, that's the other one, Dyson. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> it was like there's somebody else. Yeah, it was yeah, John Dyson. Yeah. But – I mean, I, I tweeted I tweeted this out two days ago when, when we, we get to talking about, you know, saying what you want to build this year as opposed to what you're going to keep next year to actually try to compete. Next year, these are just tackles, okay? Just the tackle market because at this point, you should go out and buy the line. I'm, I get the draft and shit, whatever. Go buy your line. You have Orlando Brown coming off from Kansas City. They're going to have a hard time retaining him because he's looking for left tackle money. 
You have Jack Conklin. You have uh, Elchigen Jenkins, my, my cousin that plays for the Packers. Well, give him a call. Uh, uh, McGlinchey. They just picked up fucking uh, McCaffrey. You're taking that giant contract on, too, when you already had contract issues. McGlinchey mm-hmm. is going to be available. McGarry from the Falcons. And Isaiah Wynn, who uh, I guess a lot of Patriots fans are saying should be traded for whatever fucking reason. Hmm. Point being, there are going to be tackles available next year. You can sign realistically. And I'm I'm throwing money to the wind. We have a shit ton. You right. can sign a Brown and let's just say a McGlinchey. Kick white hair in. Get because I'm I'm getting I'm getting this idea, folks. Are like, oh, we should we should just cut white hair. Why? We don't have linemen in the first place. Why would you cut somebody? Right. Kick him in to play center. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a smart idea. Start playing Leatherwood today at left guard. If you do it, then you have a fucking line of Brown, Leatherwood at left guard, white hair at center, Jenkins at right guard, and McGlinchey at right tackle. Who says no to a line like that? I don't know about white hair at center. We kind of tried him there, and he had some issues snapping. I mean, he's all he, – he, he, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but my man is – it's the thing of this. He's he's always been solid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for a stopgap, yeah, maybe you can draft this, this one kid they're talking about. Uh, I can't remember what college he's in, but they're saying he's like the best center prospect in years or some shit. I don't <laughs> I can't remember what his name is. The kid from Iowa was highly rated last last year. He was. Um, so if if they're saying he's better than him, I, I haven't seen that name yet. I'll have to. I I, I can't uh, remember where it was at. I thought I shared it on Twitter, but I didn't. But they were talking about this kid uh, saying that he should be taking. He'll probably be taking early second round because you don't take a center in the first round for whatever reason. But the point being is this: they we're gonna take our L's this year. We had we had high hopes because of the coaching. All the changes, that's just not happening this year, right? I want to mm. see, uh, I want to see some young guys get playing time. Um, yeah, Dominic Robinson has had mm. three sacks in his first how many games we played six games, Thanks. but he hardly ever sees the field. It seems like, like, get that kid on the field and, and see what you got going forward. I, I know the, I know the, the, the trade deadline's coming up, and a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Robert Quinn again. I don't know what you're gonna get from him. He hasn't. I mean, he's had some decent games. He did play pretty good against the Packers, but he's not balled out like he did last year, really. Unless he, I just don't know what his trade value is. Of course, the Roquan mm-hmm. Smith is always going to be up because of the situation earlier in the year. People are talking about Eddie Jackson. I love Eddie Jackson. I said it this off season. I said it right here. It's on audio. I think Bojack will have a resurgence in this defense. And I feel like yeah. he has. I mean, he has done what we needed him to do. He's he's coming up and making tackles when he has to, but his best position is that center field. And we even saw it last week against the commanders. He turned into a wide receiver and caught the ball over his shoulder. You just don't you, – you, you can't just replace that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm trying uh, – the other one is Montgomery just because of his contract coming to right. the end with him. Um, yeah. I gotta tell you, man. I see a guy every Saturday that reminds me of the way Montgomery runs. <laughs> he's he's hard to break down. He doesn't have breakaway speed, but uh, Chris Rodriguez Jr. I mean, he's one of the top running backs in the whole SEC. Um, and they're talking about him in the fifth, sixth round. I mean, that's a, 
Hey, hey look, man. I'm always on the Blake Corum uh, train, baby. <laughs> hey, but that this uh, can just reloads in the backfield, yeah, dog. They always. Just... <laughs> uh, that center's name is John Schmitz. He plays for mm. Minnesota. Mm. I was gonna say just just for uh, uh, shits and gigs, his his rating right now or grading for this year is a ninety point six. Run blocking is ninety point one. Pass blocking is eighty one point nine. And they're talking about this kid. They said that he has first round talent, but because he's a center here, more than likely be drafted in a second. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, we'll have to see where our pick is. Because, I mean, yeah, I would love to draft a center, just like Jeffrey says here. But, man, if if we've got like if the season continues to go bad, and say we pick at like 34, 35, would you draft a center that high? I just feel like that's really, really high for a center. Or a straight uh, back bait, bro. That's true. That's true. I mean, we'll we'll see how everything goes. Um, Tarine says if 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 Poles ain't gonna pay Roquan, let's move on. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Roquan, but he's kind of been. And we said this year for years about there we go. Erlacher, Erlacher, in the middle of the field was one of the best middle linebackers in coverage. But if they would run right at him, he was toast. And and I feel like I'm seeing the same thing out of Roquan. Dude, we saw Roquan get laid out by Carson Wentz. I mean, it's kind of a crack. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention to that shit. That was embarrassing. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. If I'm running and I'm not paying attention to you because I'm like, man, why the fuck would the quarterback get involved and then he hit you? Then I'm, I'm going to get up and I'm going to look at you like, I thought you got to play, dog. I should do your ass up. <laughs> Because and, and and too with the with the rules the way they've been if you hit a quarterback it's different than hitting a running back I, I mean we've seen it so maybe I was that gonna was say part of it, but I, the way the way I thought about it because uh, you know you get on you see the intro react damn he got killed by Carson Wentz it's like he wasn't paying Carson Wentz no damn attention and then yeah. you get hit by Carson Wentz the first thought in your head is I should have laid you the fuck out yeah. that that should have been my first thought I should have laid you the fuck out. And then got flagged. Man, I played linebacker. (laughs) If you're a linebacker, you have got to bust through that. Yeah. He should have laid Wentz out. He should have laid him out, bro. (laughs) He should (laughs) have killed Wentz's ass. But like you said, in in his probable defense, if he would have hit Wentz and been flagged, then it would have been like, okay, everybody been looking at him. You know, Dan, well, you're not supposed to hit the quarterback, blah, blah, blah. You're always gonna try to protect them no matter what. Hindsight's 2020. I bet I bet right now, <laughs> 10 times out of 10, Roquan sees Wentz coming at him. He destroys Wentz for no yeah. reason other than just to say he hit Wentz. <laughs> you know that you know that tape was not fun to watch for the team. Oh. <laughs> like, my man, you got like hey, how how my man Mr. Go 30 do it? See, this is the part right here. You was pissing down your leg. You're not really an athlete. The moment was too big. You took your eyes off of him. Then he cleaned you up. Just like yeah. your mama does your laundry. Hey. <laughs> that's one of my favorite TikTok accounts. Is that hey, movie? that's my guy. <laughs> but what I was saying, man, like I said, with, with the money you have next year, I, I get everybody saying, you know, we should probably draft O-line. I'm I'm more along the lines of right now, if you have the money to spend and there's going to be assets there, go out and overpay to fix the line. You have the money yeah. to go do it. 
if you can, I, I said before, my at minimum, I'm bringing in two offensive linemen and a D lineman. If yeah. there's a way that the commanders do not decide to re-sign Deron Payne because of what he's asking, go get Deron Payne. Go. Yeah. I, I don't care when folks say, oh, why, why would he come to Chicago? Money talks. Throw money at mm-hmm. these players because you have an abundance of it. You're not going to mm-hmm. spend on receiver. You're more than likely not going to be spending at any other fucking positions. I mean, you. I, I think they said it is a corner that might be available. But fix the trenches. Because that's yeah. where it starts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I agree with you, KB. Put money in the trenches and, and try to draft some wide receivers. Uh, that's all you can and, do. Uh, and, and maybe corners, because that's where the draft is going. If you look, you see wide receivers, corners, and you see offensive line going in the draft. But even with those offensive line, like we saw the Giants for years, they put draft picks into their old line. Yeah. And then, until Dabo got there, it didn't look good. So, yeah, I agree. Put some money in the O line and the D line. I didn't know Drawn Payne was even a free agent, but they've put a lot of draft picks into their D line, so they probably feel yeah. like they can they can fill that slot with I'm, the guys I, they've drafted. I I want to say either he was it him playing on a tag this year. Oh, I'm, I'm not I, sure. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I, I want to look that up real quick because I remember at the beginning of the year somebody talking about Deron Payne, and then it was the possibility. Somebody said something about the possibility of him being moved. And I was like, why the hell would they move Deron Payne? And they spoke on it as strictly being about money mm-hmm. because he, he's asking for to be paid. And rightly so, the man the man's a menace. And yeah. it was, it was, he he destroyed Sam Mustard for the entire game. At, th- at this point, I think you could stand a chance of destroying Sam Mustford. Hey, <laughs> just, I just I like Mustford. I like his story. Undrafted free agent out of Notre Dame, hometown kid type kid, and he's really good friends with Owen Crutes. You know, Owen will defend him <laughs> to the day he dies. But man, you just you can't be the dude getting pushed back into the quarterback. He's every getting the ball play. and he's getting the ball and the center in his lap every play. It's it's it, it, and that's another reason why you get inside the five yard line and you can't score because your coach knows he has a deficiency there. He can't just mm-hmm. he doesn't feel like he can just line up and QB sneak it across the goal line or yep. or you know and they try it with Herbert or they try other stuff. Go ahead. Payne is a he is a free agent at the end of this year. Somebody, it's an article that just came out today. Paying a first round pick in the 2018 draft is having the best season thus far in 2022. He is also a free agent at the end of 2022 season. So, I, I want to say, well, I, I'm correct on what I was thinking. I, I believe they franchise tag him. I believe so. It's it's either get something done or let him walk. Well, if he was drafted in 2018, so he had 2018, 19, 20, 21. So, yeah, this year would be his franchise tag year. Mm-hmm. So, unless they do, re-up it again and try to franchise tag him again, which they have that option to do, right. um, or, or he might be a guy at the trade deadline that they he try could to be. use. Uh, and, and we'll see if uh, Poles is, uh, is a trade deadline seller or buyer or what he does. Uh, Brianna Chase, I like what she says here. Roquan needs that Buckus mean streak to improve. I agree 100%. And mm-hmm. – also, since we're talking draft, I mean, if you just look at the top weak side linebackers, you've got Darius Leonard, a.k.a. Shaq Leonard in Indianapolis, who they drafted in the second round. 
And then you got Warner out in San Francisco, who I think they drafted in like the fourth round. So mm. that shows that you can find. I Bruh. love Roquan. Don't get me wrong. I love Roquan. I love SEC football. I, I love all that. 20 shit. million. Exactly. You cannot pay him $20 million when you feel like you can replace that quality through the draft. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it just doesn't make sense. So that, that, that Bruh, would be a guy that's moved at the trade deadline as well. I, I don't know I mean, what they're playing. Don't you, don't you think that they might uh, franchise tag him next season? That's what I reckon they'll do. That's well, even with the franchise tag. I think it's like eighteen million. So yes, yeah, it's still wow, a lot. But... Really? Wow. Yeah. So you save a couple million, but that's still a lot. I mean, if if they want to franchise tag him and then try to trade him next year, that could be a thing. But I just, I really don't. I really don't know what their plan is, to be honest. Uh, hey, Matt, Matt Felchese says that uh, Patrick is going to get wrecked too. I just yeah, yeah. he has been. He uh, has been. We'll have to but, see Monday night how that plays out. Yeah, I, I really want to see what this uh, this new line is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get all the rumors out of camp now saying that the line has been changed and that Mustafer is supposedly benched. Yeah. So that's the case. Then is it Patrick back at center? What was I? I'm really curious to see what this lineup is supposed to be. The lineup I saw, and I can't remember where I saw it. I saw it on Twitter, so take that with a grain of salt or whatever you like. But I saw Jones at left tackle, which he's been solid except for last week. He he got beat like a drum by Sweat. But Sweat Sweat is an athlete, man. Oh, he's hell a, yeah. He's a dude. I think he ran like a 4-4 coming out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude yeah. that big could not be running like that. But uh, So they get Jones at left tackle. Yeah. And then you got uh, – they're, they're going to give Schofield a shot at left guard. Patrick at center, and then the right side staying the same way. They're going to continue okay. moving forward that way. Um, yeah, I, Schofield looked bad against the Chiefs, but like I said, Chris Jones is Chris Jones. You know what I'm saying? Say, I, yeah, I just, uh, top top three goddamn defensive tackle in the damn league. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fochizi says, "Where's Leatherwood? I, maybe he's not all the way there yet. I know he was out with a." illness so maybe he's just still getting his strength uh stamina and that type of stuff up i was gonna say a lot of reports at some point this season go ahead yeah i was gonna say a lot of reports said that they were i guess they're bringing him along slowly yeah uh but i that's when i kind of made that tweet it it would really behoove the bears to get him in and situated at whatever position they're trying to have him at uh to me it's more than likely it needs to be interior because he, they, it was all it was said before he was even drafted that he would probably be a, a better guard than he would attack on the league. So if you can get him and get him in at left guard now, then yeah, yeah then maybe that does give you the opportunity to say we can cut white hair next year. Yeah. Because you have Leatherwood established, then you have two young guards in Jenkins and Leatherwood, or whatever you're gonna do with Jenkins. I don't know at this point. All I know is the man's the best goddamn lineman we got. Yeah, and then and then say you draft a center, then you've got a third year pro on each side at guard, and you've got a, a young center that you can hopefully move forward with. Caesar says, uh, hasn't Tevin been wrecking D lines? Why isn't he a full time starter? I thought he was full time. I thought he had been full time since they moved Patrick to left guard. I, yeah, when I they moved him to left guard, he became full time because the yeah. switching experiment that they had was over with. Yeah. 
I thought that that switching experiment was all about trying to get Patrick reps and get his stamina up to. That's uh, what I thought. To move forward as a starter. So I just want to make sure I didn't miss something there and you guys were on the same page with me on that one. Yeah. Um, let's get into this Monday night game. Uh, you, you've got the, the Patriots coming in who um, Bailey Zappi has looked like the dude, but they're benching him because Mac Jones apparently is healthy again. So honestly, and I, you guys know I do my 12-ounce curl route podcast every Wednesday at uh, mentaldimes.com. You can find them here on YouTube as well. And my co-host is a Patriots fan. Um, oh. And even he was like – like he was telling me this offseason, I like Bailey Zappi. I like him better than Mac Jones. I think he should be the guy. We should move forward. And actually he was like, let's tear it down. The, the Patriots are terrified to ever do a full rebuild. And he said, that's really what we need to do. But – Apparently they're benching him for Mac Jones again, and I'd rather play Mac Jones than Bailey Zappi at this point. Um, I was gonna say, didn't my man just like the the lines up three hundred yards, bro? I take yeah. I take Mac Jones coming off an of injury too. Shit. Right, right. And on top of that, they held the Lions to zero points, and the Lions, for all they you can say, they put offense. up points. Right, number, number one number offense one for points this year, and. So, I mean, that's going to be tough for our offense to try and get back on track. Hopefully this offensive line change moves out. Um, I would like to see – I'm trying to think how we should break this down. I want to make sure everybody gets points in. Uh, but I, I would like to see Justin Fields on the run. I think if you could take advantage of this New England defense, it's with that. It's with Justin Fields getting in space and running. And hopefully that will open it up in the passing game. But – until you can do that, you got to You just got to run the ball, man. And and, and uh, it might be boring offense to watch, but we got you know two stud running backs, right? You know, a scheme I would I would love to see Justin Fields in the the Cardinals. I would love to see Fields in a spread offense where he might actually be more of the primary runner than let's I guess Khalil Herbert at this point because I, I guess they said they're going with him because he's the hot hand, but let him space the field out. Uh, you you get these light boxes that it's okay, yeah, I can just take off if I want to, and then I'm hurting you that way, then you can throw the quick game or, you know, do some of these things that would actually help your O-line out because you, you put the Cardinals O-line compared to the Bears O-line, there's not much of a difference. Yeah. All right, we're, and we're just talking strictly talent. I'm not talking about names, none of that shit. The Cardinals online and the Bears online stacked against each other is probably damn near fucking similar. Yeah. So you have two quarterbacks who are mobile. Both of them have great arms. Both of them are uber athletes. Let Fields be the uber athlete. I know I, I get tired of this whole stigma of saying, oh, well, you know, polls, this isn't polls guy. So if that's the case, then we should have polls fired because this you came to this team because Fields is here. You want to build up from here. You should never have the adage of saying, oh, well, this dude wasn't my pick. Because like you said before, neither Stroud, Bryce Young, or Will Levis are actually any fucking better than what Fields probably was coming out. Right. So all you're going to do is do the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just. I would love to see the them spread it out and do quick game and use Fields more as a runner. 
Yeah, well, if, I, I if, fucked up and we moved on, but uh, I, I forgot to hit this right quick. Kiss off, you grossy little wanker! Wanker! Shut up, you stoppy wanker! Wanker! You're a wanker! Wanker! Stop being a wanker! You are a wanker, Andy Ma. And I'll be honest, I didn't know that was coming, but I'll say it again, you are a wanker. This is... Chris Watts' Wanker of the Week! So my bad, I forgot to hit that before we moved on. Uh, Chris Watts comes in each, each week and he tells you who the wanker of the week is. Um, I'll let him tell you what a wanker is and uh, how it breaks down. But, uh, go ahead. The last thing you want to do is is, is get me to actually explain what a, what, what a wanker is, man, because it's, uh, it's so embarrassing. Yes, that's the one, that's the one, KB. That looks like it's been done many times, brother. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean the, there's two wankers of the week and I know, I know like we played over a week ago there's two the first one is the offence when they get into the red zone for fuck's sake how many times can you get into red zone and be that close and not punch it in so that's the first wanker and then the second wanker is Velas Jones which is recommended to me by AC come on man you dropped two that's all you gotta do is catch the fucking ball mate so stop being a fucking wanker so yeah they're my two wankers of the week and i hope i don't have to mention them both again next week hopefully not (laughs) come on man we gotta gotta get somebody to pull that drop (laughs) (laughs) oh my god man for sure yeah, man, I hate to blame it all on one guy because, as you said, the I offense do. was in the in the five yard line three times and didn't score a single point. But man, if Vilas Jones just holds on to the ball, that offense, that Commanders offense, was not scoring on our defense. Even if we won a game seven to six, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but man, dropped the ball and where you dropped it at was terrible. God awful. <laughs> Just uh, basically gave them points. That's yeah. It's, it, it hurts that three weeks in a row, <laughs> it's <laughs> it was Vela's muffing the punt to squander any chance you had to put the Giants away. Yeah. Then it's Smith Marset who would that? I'm sorry. It is damning when your quarterback and other receivers come out and say, "Yeah, the plan was to get the ball and go out of bounds." Yeah, and you're still in trying to do shit, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But like I say, he's no longer here. But then they have Bayless do the same shit in the same position. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> come on, I, 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 I don't know, man. That hurts. That's three. Mm. Just understand that you. I'm not gonna say we win those other two games. I'm not gonna say that. That's being far fetched. But to have the chance to win those games the way that we did, we would be sitting tied for first right now in the division. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. Bayless Jones going out for punt return. My name is Towley. You want to get high? Are we going to get high? You want to get high? No, we don't want to get high. Okay. You sure? Yes, go away, stupid towel. I'm addicted to marijuana.
Big facts. My man, my man there. was high or something. <laughs> Bro, spaced out. Oh, man, that, oh, the ball is coming. I should probably try to guess that. He tried to catch it off his knees. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was doing, man. <laughs> At the 10? Man, we we need we need that Kevin that Kevin Hart fucking drop. Help me! <laughs> Shit, I'm, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, uh, he hit his knee. Whoop. Yeah, I don't know. It was so awful to watch. It was yeah, horrible. I was and I was already tired. I was staying up all night. I had to work the next morning. I was like, oh, god awful. So let's move on. Monday night, if we put the pass behind us, we'll move on to Monday night football. Okay. We already started to, unless you want something, unless you want to make one more point, Chris, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to move on and put all that. The, 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 only, the only extra point I'd like to make is I absolutely fucking hated them uniforms. I don't mind the orange helmet, but the orange helmet and the orange top and the socks actually started giving me a physical headache. I'd actually start feeling like, yeah, I actually feel like I wanted to throw up. They just, they were just, it was just disgusting. I don't know if it was because the game was such a crap game and we lost. But yeah. I would have sat there going, these are going, this is giving me a fucking headache, man. I don't like this yeah. at all. So that's my last point about that, that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My co-host on uh, 12 Ounce Curl Route said, man, y'all look like a bunch of oversauced B-dubs wings out there. It, that shit did not look good. And I was like... Horrible. Apparently, the players like it. But give me the old school navy myself. I, I oh man, I'm a, I must be the only one that was like, I, I kind of like the change. I, I guess it's because it's, I'm so well, used to seeing them playing them bland ass jerseys. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Anything I mean, I, I is exciting like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the orange helmet looked good, but not with an orange top. Yeah. If it went with like a, a navy top or a white jersey, then I think it looked really nice. But all orange, man, I would just, I would get the fear it would do imagine after a while, mate. So, uh, yeah, that's my last point about that game against Washington is the uniforms. <laughs> I wish they'd bring back the 1940s throwbacks. Those are, like, my favorite ones. I mean, they look kind of bland, and it seems like the Packers yeah. and the Browns both stole from us when they made their throwback jerseys now. But, I mean, I like the way that Navy looked with the orange, with just the Navy and orange. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But uh, we'll move on to Monday Night Football, uh, as everyone's doing. Um, and I talked about wanting to get Fields out in the open. Uh, Bailey Zappi benched again, but that Patriots defense is for real. I haven't watched a ton of Patriots this year, so I'm not sure what exactly their plan of attack is, other than just great coaching. It seems I like they play a man. They What's play that? a lot of man. They play a lot of man defense. Okay, and it's it's man in the the typical Patriot way. On defense, it's it's nothing flashy. It's it's literally we play by the books, and we're really good at playing by the books. Do your job, right? That's her. That's her mm. thing, huh? Man, I mean, if you if you're telling me they're in man coverage, they better have somebody spying Justin. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll take it. He'll burn you. I mean, going back to the Vikings game, he ran a 50 yard touchdown. He just happened. They're having to be a block in the back on the thing. <laughs> what what block in the back? <laughs> Yeah, bullshit. Uh, I watched that shit to this day. I've had folks that are referees that said, wait a minute, he has his hands on them. They're both side. He's on his side. Dude just literally looked over like this and threw his hands up and got the flag. It's a flop. Yeah, Yeah, it was a flop. What a flop. Yeah. (sighs) That was tough to watch. Past weeks, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> keep going, KB. Keep going, brother. Uh, it's bad because you know what I'm saying? I haven't been I haven't been here for the past couple of weeks. So you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like all just finally filtering out. It's all coming out <laughs> in it. It's like a burst. It's like, bro, I, I look. I, the, the rules that kill me because it, it seems yeah. like whenever there's a bad call, it comes against us. Yeah. I'm like, I, the Redskins game, how the fuck that wasn't PI or oh. incidental contact, at least. They they mm. freaking tried to break Pettis in half in the back of the end zone. Like, mm. and that's not a call, but they get, they hit us with two defensive pass interference calls that shouldn't have been. And they were just trying to get Washington points, it seemed like. I don't know what yeah. that was about. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I've never seen anybody being put in the arm bar in the NFL you know what I'm saying? Ma- trying to make a catch, but uh, my man's did a really good job at doing it to Dante Pettis. I'm- yeah. And I tried to tweet at uh, Richard Sherman after that game. I think you retweeted it, KB. Like, because they kept talking about fields, fields, fields. That's all they talked about after the game. They didn't talk about that play. Of course, they talked about the fourth down play that failed, but the play before it, man, was a touchdown. And he still almost caught the damn thing. Like, how is that not a. I don't know. I'm going but- <sighs> I'm at work and I'm, I'm like, I wish I could drink. That's, <laughs> that's, that's back where I'm at because I sure was drinking at the Redskins game. Like, what did I say, Redskins? God damn it, Cow- Commanders, whatever they are. in the jar every time you say Redskins. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> taking my last buck. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, the uh, Patriots, man, from the, the couple games that I had seen, because I actually sat and watched them play the Packers. God awful, man. Uh, it's it's pretty much par for the course. Uh, it's We're by the books. I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think they still have Judon. Is it like the number one rusher that they have? But it's we're, we're going to play sound coverage. And we're not going to send exotic blitzes at you. We're just going to play really good defense. Yeah. Uh, I, that that uh, offense at that point didn't really look that good because it was uh, Zappy's first game, and he was just coming off the bench. So, yeah. And uh, Judon, after watching the tape from last week, you know he's he's probably found some things that he might think he can do against Braxton Jones. So Braxton Jones is going to have to get back on track real quick. Yeah, uh, this week because that's definitely the star of their defense. Um, yes, on offense, uh, I've always been a fan of Damian Harris just because he came from Richmond, Kentucky. Here, uh, he ended up going to Alabama. You know, when Alabama calls, you just go, man. That's it's like when Kentucky basketball calls. I don't ever blame a kid for going down there. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Um, but uh, he he's but but the star of their running game seems like is um. Oh, Stevenson. I can't remember how to say his first name. Reandre, I believe, is his first name. But uh, he doesn't do anything, from what I've seen, spectacularly. He just does his job. I mean, that's the Patriot way. Just do your job. And and they scheme it up nice for them. They've seemed to figure it out. I still don't know who's calling offensive play calls over there. (laughs) They got two former defensive coordinators slash head coaches that are calling plays, I guess. Yeah, bro, I don't know how the hell they do that. Not yeah. yeah, Nomad says now two running backs you have to worry about. And I feel like we kind of got somewhat on track in the running game. Uh, we held 
Dalvin Cook to under 100 yards, and we held um, Brian Robinson pretty well. Uh, Antonio Gibson had some nice, nice runs against us, but uh, I just want to shout out that boy, man. Uh, to be shot multiple times and yeah. be back the yeah. same fucking year. Mm-hmm. That man, kudos to that kid. That's, that's yeah. I just want to say that because that's that's yeah, fucking I incredible. A, I saw a meme this week that said Brian Robinson shot, missed four games, and it said Michael Thomas toe. Missed four games and counting. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> this dude got shot and he's back, bro. What you bro, you have it's like anybody gets hurt on hurt on the commanders. You you have no no excuse because hey, as soon as you said, the coach was like Brian, come here. This this kid here was shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's here. What are you doing? Oh, oh, you got oh you got turf toe. This dude got right. shot. <laughs> right. God damn it. Look at It's all bad. But kudos to that kid because that's that's tough, bro. Yeah, I, I don't care how bad it was or how non serious it would you still. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. I just want to say that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no man is about to pop up here. Um, he said, "Young kids, uh, young kids heal like <laughs> like Wolverine." Wolverine. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. Like, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, so we got Stevenson. You got Judon on defense. Who's I know they. I feel like they drafted a corner late, and he's just stepped right into that J.C. Jackson position, and 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 they haven't missed a beat. I mean, that defense is just good, man. It's just good scheming. Um, I don't know uh, if if um, sorry, there's someone messing in our. Thing I had to block real quick. Oh, I don't you go. know about free girls or nothing like that. You ain't trying to find out about the free girls in your city, 78. All turned <laughs> up. <Ooh>. Sure am <laughs> not. Um, uh, Fuck so it. Like, send them over here. Send them over here. <laughs> My boy Chris said, I'm trying to party. That threw me off. That threw me off. I can't even know what I was talking about, man. I was over here trying to watch the chat, and I just see that pop up. Like, hey, I looked down at the chat. I said, "Free girls." What yeah. the hell is past thirty six fun? Past thirty six. What, what do these free girls look like? For one, if they're free, <laughs> and you talking girls? I mean. Trying to get somebody to jail, or what is this? Right, is there a two? Is is there a two for one special? Because if we can get these like 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 combo deals, I'll take two darks in the white. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I even got I even got the honey that'll get us started. You feel me? (laughs) Oh Lord. You say you'll take it for 200. Bigfoot, listen, if you're paying 200, they're not free. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your money, man. This is what we're trying to do to help you. (laughs) Oh, man. man. So, uh, talk about the offense some, talk about their defense. Is there a line? Is Is there a. Is there a spot that we could take? I guess I could have done a little more research on this team before I just hopped into this game. <laughs> is there a spot that we yeah. could take advantage of this team? I, I don't really trust their off their their weapons on the outside. 
they look good with Zappy, but for some reason, Mac Jones, I don't know, he's just not seeing them or if they were still a new uh, team and he hadn't had it all figured out yet. But um, I like Myers, but I, I really don't know who else they got. They, they got J- big last Jacoby year. Myers. Uh, they got Parker from the uh, the Dolphins. Because right. I remember they got him for a really late round pick, and that you know, we was kind of just sitting there like, Yeah, hey, you know, we could have we could have made that trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Parker, uh, Myers, uh, Kendrick Bourne, who I guess is actually on the trade block and his really good friends, Nikhil Harry and uh, Nelson Aguilar. Mm. Oh, speaking of Nikhil Harry, we might see him come back this game. Wouldn't that be a mm. uh, a little bit of poetic going against his former team. Now, I don't expect huge things from him, but, I mean, at the very least, he's got a big body, and he's probably going to know to get out of bounds when he's got to get out of bounds. Exactly. So so uh, that would be something to see. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the red zone a little bit, just throw it up to him, and hopefully he can make a play. Um, he's a big dude. I think he's like 6'4 or something. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if he'd get broken in half the way that uh, Pettis did last week. So maybe – I mean, maybe that's something to look forward to. Uh, see how he see how he works out. I don't have huge expectations for him. I know he was big coming out in the draft. Uh, I was gonna say he. I, I don't know if you uh, watched any film, kind of like on Drake London, at all. But he was pretty much the Drake London of that draft. Okay. He's a big dude. He can move, and was pretty much. A, I'm, I'm gonna go up and get it, but. The film I was watching, he was breaking away from cats when he was running. It was it was crazy. He he looked like he might have been the best wide receiver prospect in that draft. Mm. Just you know, what I'm saying purely out off of watching film, but yeah, I don't think he has the talent down in there, man. Mm. You know, saying he he is a he is a former first rounder, right? And um, I mean, you would think that the Patriots would have been able to get something out of him but they weren't able to and maybe it was just a clash and scheme or something I, I really I really have no idea um but uh yeah I look for like Justin Fields to be able to run on this team because you say main coverage that's telling me that there's a middle of the field wide open you know yep. or, or something's gonna be it. the old line needs to get their shit together quick uh but uh that's definitely what I'll be looking for tomorrow night is is Justin Fields running game. I mean he, he might and hopefully that'll open the passing game too. So you can build one off the other. That's another thing about us is we run the ball so well, but it seems like our play action just hasn't been working. Mm. Like I see it so many times where they'll hand it off and I see the whole D line collapse. Everybody collapsing around Montgomery. Um that should tell you that the play action's there. But I don't know what mm. the what the issue is I, there? I mean, is that is that down to Fields not seeing it, or is that stat down? Is that down to our receivers just not getting open? Probably I think it's a little, little bit of both. both. Yeah, because mm. I mean, when you've got a guy right in your face, it's difficult to make that throw. Even the oh, greats, yeah. the the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, those kind of guys, they've said, you know, and that's why Aldo was on this tangent about getting a franchise offensive guard. You know, when when he wanted Quentin uh Quentin Nelson. Nelson so bad. Um, I mean, technically he's gonna be a free agent too unless they extended him. Uh 
I think he's like the cornerstone of their team. So. Yeah, I was gonna say they need to. They, they're probably they're gonna extend. <laughs> they're gonna extend. <laughs> he he might be their best offensive player. That's saying a lot because they got they got Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Torian's got a good point here. Putting Mac Jones is not fleet of foot. He's uh, he's not gonna kill you running the ball. So who's gotta, gonna get to him? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Give me Dominic Robinson for 200, Alex. I mean, what, <laughs> what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's this kid doing? You know, Robert, Robert Quinn, you got, it, you got paid all that money, dude. Let's go. Like, oh, Skulk said Nelson got his extension there. That makes sense. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't – I don't know. I I don't understand why Travis Gibson isn't starting over Al Qadim Muhammad. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and and last week we did see him get through with some blitzes. We were able to blitz Carson Wentz yeah. and get him on his back. So maybe they'll take that and kind of add that into their scheme. If there's really nobody on the back that scares you that bad, just blitz the shit out of them. What do you, what, I mean? If they hand it off, you're back there. If if they're passing, then you're then you're in his face. And Mac Jones under pressure is not he he ain't he's not gonna be good. I mean he he played at Alabama, dude. Like he didn't see pressure in college. He didn't have to learn that. You know what I'm saying? They got five stars sitting behind five stars up there down there in Alabama, dude. That that old line is just stacked all the time. But uh well, Cheesy says D-Rob been a no-show. He's got three sacks in six games. So, how is that a no-show? Robert Quinn's been a no-show, bro. Yeah, I was going like, to say, Robert <laughs> Quinn has been a no-show. Uh, yeah. And then next after him has been Al-Qadim Muhammad. So, I, like I said, I'm on board of that letting D-Rob and Travis Gibson be the starters at this point. That's why when people brought up the whole idea of trading Robert Quinn, I'm on board. There yeah, ain't no point about. to keep him. If – if this is really if this is really going to be a, a damn rebuild, then break it down, strip it down to the studs, build next year. Yeah. But who are the who are the pieces that you would like to see kept though? That's that's a big question because um, obvi- obviously Fields. Hell, at this point we don't even know if that's possible. that's gonna happen. Shit, <laughs> we might be burning another pick on a fucking quarterback. Hmm. But yeah. Not. I really Fields, of course, Mooney. I, who who else are we putting on on the offense? <laughs> uh, Jenkins, Montgomery. Yeah. Oh, he uh, might trade him next year. I was gonna say, hell, I don't, I don't know if he'll be here. Hell, we no, don't know I if he'll be here after next week. Yeah, I, I will say this about Montgomery though, he runs like his contracts on the line. Roquan yeah. is yeah. not playing like his contracts on the line. Right, Montgomery. I love the way they're using him this year. When they get him out catching balls, setting up screens, I mean, you got to do stuff like that, man. You got to do it more often. How many times have we? How many times have we seen it? If your offensive line is struggling, you've got to scheme around it. It's it's just, mm. oh, man. And but I, I I want to comment on this real quick too because I, I see people saying oh, dude, Quinn needs other people. Quinn didn't have help last year when he got the eighteen and a half sacks, so that's not an excuse. Mac was hurt. Yeah. Hicks was hurt. The only person that you might have had in there at that point was Eddie uh, Eddie Goldman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's Eddie. Tired now. 
Thank you. You can swip swap, flip flop him with Justin Jones. Yeah. I mean that there there is no excuse for what the play of Robert Quinn other than it is him. So yeah, that's all I want to say on that. Uh, as far as like I said, if you want to, if we if we're just gonna go off of what we need, like I'm saying, like we would keep probably Fields, Montgomery, uh, Herbert, of course, uh, yep. Mooney. I don't, I know people are down on Commit. Listen, Commit would be a very good number two to somebody, <laughs> and he's still young, so I would yeah. keep Commit and Jenkins. That's six people. I think Komet's uh-huh. fine, man. When, when I see I him fighting for extra yards and doing the things that you want to see your tight end do, that's encouraging to me. I mean, yeah. he's not—he's not ever going to be a Travis Kelsey. No. He, he might not ever be a George Kittle or anything like that. But he's—he's he's got so much heart, dude. And, and I just—I love to see when he gets the ball. You know, and it's third and eight. He gets the ball six yards. Pushes pushes forward for those extra two or three yards and just gets up and just fires me up, man. Just yeah, I, I would love to see them go to him more down the scene because yeah. when they start they started doing it in the commanders game and I was in shock. I was like, oh shit, we throw the tight end in the seam now. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But to be real, he's been he's been kept in to help block. He even yeah. said it though, and they did a they did a press conference with him or uh just a meeting with him, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And he said <laughs> things to that effect. I want to get out more, but I'm being used to block. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean what about, you got those- what about defensive guys. Who who do you think is a guy obviously Brisker and Gordon because they just got drafted? Jalen Johnson. Uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, I was gonna say now I will keep Bojack. Yeah, yeah. Then I mean it come it comes down to whether or not you want to keep Roquan or not. Yeah, right. I mean, like I said, bro, Roquan's a hell of a player, but twenty million I need Brian Erlacher or Ray Lewis in the middle of my defense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, shit, I'm. At this point, Vildor is actually kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah. He had a nice pick against the Vikings, and, and he's been mm-hmm. – I mean, he hasn't been shut down, but he's been solid yeah. for you. And Eberflus has shown a history of taking guys lesser known or, or lesser talented and, and getting the best out of them. And I think that that's coming to fruition again with, uh, with Vildor, who we all had wrote off. Uh, he definitely didn't look good last year. No, so uh, Fochizi, uh, young is I believe he's still on IR, even though I don't, I don't. The funny thing is, I think when they placed him on IR, even he didn't realize he was gonna put on IR. Well, they, so they I, put him on an IR before the season, so he has to yeah. miss the entire season because I remember when he, he was like, What are I, he tweeted out something to the effect of <laughs> all of this is a, a cap or some shit, pretty much, huh. and then he went to IR. So I, I don't know, but I remember specifically seeing that tweet, you know, him him saying something about him not <laughs> being hurt but going to IR. So, uh, I this I mean, you look at it. We need a lot of the D line. I would love to keep Justin Jones, 
because I think he'd be a nice two on the D line. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Travis Gibson. <laughs> I feel like I'm reaching for like straws here. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's, okay. it's Ro- Roquan has the type of play style. I think he was trying to say beat up on, and uh, that's. That's pretty accurate. I mean, the O line's going to get out and get after the blocks, and uh, Roquan does not do well fighting through blocks, and and that also goes back to our defensive line because if, if as a linebacker, if you've got not only the offensive line in your lap, you've got your own guys in your lap. That's a problem. That's mm-hmm. a damn problem. And we knew that the Tampa two style defense struggles stopping the run, but uh, they should have kept that. Uh... That Tonga kid, that, that was a bad mm. cut to me. They should yeah. they should have kept him. You three hundred plus pounds, strong as shit. Yeah, you should have left him in the middle of the defense, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd like yeah, to see Robert Quinn. Go ahead, Chris. I'll just say we are definitely lacking in the middle of the uh, defensive line, like like KB just said. It'd be nice to have a a big dude for inch pound plus who can just plug up the hole. So that linebackers are having to deal with them sort of blocks. So uh, I think that's definitely going to be a big issue in the offseason next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of plugging the hole and uh, and uh, helping us fill up this offseason, I'm going to bring in my man, Johnny Santucci. What's good, Tooch? What's up, brother? You're on mute. Yeah, you're definitely on mute, Tooch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here I am. Let's try it again. Uh, no good, Bears bro? game today. What the heck? All right, we got a lot of other action weird. too. But uh, yeah, tomorrow night got a date with the Patriots and Bailey Zappy. Uh, oh, it's or, Mac Jones. Is it Mac Jones? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're, we're playing on Monday because I have to work today, and I know that at some point I'm going to have to be drunk watching this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, I think uh, you know uh, on Barrier Souls we talked about how you know Bill Belichick will you know, take away the Bears run game. That's what we do best, 170 rushing yards a game. Uh, Belichick's not an idiot. He's going to uh, focus on the run. And he's going to make Justin Fields pass to beat us, uh, beat them. And, uh, you know, uh, not sure if we can do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the Patriots aren't that good a uh, 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 run defense. So uh, they're definitely going to focus on the run defense and try and shut down Monty and Herbert and, if he's smart, he's he'll put a spy on on Justin Fields. No, but man, man uh, you know the last game, uh, Justin Fields really impressed me. I don't know about you guys. I, I, I'm sorry, I had a I had a couple other shows I had to do oh, before this, cool. so I won't have been listening. But uh, it was the grittiest uh, quarterback performance I think I've ever seen of a Bears quarterback, and at least in a very very long time. Uh, Justin Fields was getting pressured on 46% of his dropbacks and he took a beating mm-hmm. and, you know, got back up every time he'll do some, pu- he'll do a set of pushups before he gets up KB. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, my man, my man going to be sitting over here. Jack, like I pull the ball coach. I got to pull the ball. <laughs> you, 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 you ain't beat me. I'm still, look at me. You know, right. I'm going to get back up. I'll you know, you, got, you, you need a couple harder shots to get me out of the game. And mm-hmm. I, I love that. I got to tell you, man, I just love that. And if, if as a Bears fan, you don't love it, I don't know why you're rooting right. for this team. You yeah. know, I just uh, – it, it also made me super angry at Ryan Poles because how could you give this kid 
who yeah. you're supposed to, you, you give him an offensive line that's just absolute garbage. Name me, right. name me a, a Bears offensive lineman that could start on any other team. Maybe Tevin Jenkins. I was gonna say Jenkins. More, that's about it. That's it, right? Yeah, I mean, Lucas Look at, Patrick was a back out, back up in Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, Braxton Jones, just because of his draft status, probably wouldn't be given a shot anywhere else. I like right. him. He struggled last week, but I like Braxton. Um, but yeah, Tevin Jenkins is probably the dude. Um, and and you know, uh, look, let's let's look back. I mean, we talked about this on Barrier Souls and how about how angry I was after this last game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look back at the draft, and, and you know, Ryan Poles turned what five picks into eleven picks, but yeah, only two of them are really any good. You know, out of eleven, maybe three. You know, uh. You, Give me Jaquan well, a lot Brisker. of them we don't know about yet. I mean, like a lot I know, of those guys that you grab late. You're, yeah, you're, I mean, okay. I mean, name one of the draft picks that could start on another team besides Jaquan Brisker. In their first year. I mean, it's their first year, too. I know. I know. I'm just saying, uh, look, they're, they're, uh, the potential for Jaquan Brisker is apparent. That was a good pick. Kyler Gordon, he's, he's not a slot corner. He's probably in the bottom NFL slot corner. Allows a uh, two point two yards of separation more uh, than most of the other slot corners. Mm-hmm. A kid, kid belongs on the outside. Uh, maybe we just don't have anyone else to play in the slot. But uh, I thought that would have been Vilder's job, honestly. I, so did I. Honest. So did I. Vilder's built more like a slot corner. Gordon's yeah. built more like on the outside. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then not drafting a three technique, which is the heart and soul of a defense. You know, we struck, I get the Ogan Joby thing, physical, failed as physical, whatever. We've got Justin Jones. He's okay. You know, but not drafting one. That was a big mistake. Um, I know people say, Oh, there was nothing there, but he kept trading back. You know, we got Velas Jones. I don't know if the kids can make it. I know the punt probably cost us the game, but you can't go into a football game and be on the. You can't, you can't uh, go into the football game and be on the on the goal line and three times and not score. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And the last time, uh, Justin Fields still almost got us the win last week with uh, the pass to Mooney. Mm-hmm. If uh, Mooney had secured it a little better, it would have crossed the plane. on the first one. It's touchdown, but he on the first one. It. Yep, bobbled it, and he went. Ended up getting possession of it behind the line of scrimmage. Game over. Uh, the Bears didn't uh, – I mean, the Commanders didn't win that game. The Bears lost the game. The battle, right? The Commanders. It, it should have been – you know, we got stuffed on the goal line. Uh, we probably should have been 14 more. Probably the game should have been 21 to 12. Oh, we will. Yep. No, yeah. It, it should have been – it should have been way worse. It, it should have looked like what we feel like it is, an obvious gap in between the talents of the two teams. I, you can say what the fuck you want to say about the Bears being a bad team, but they're not as bad as the Commanders are. Yeah, the Commanders, mm-hmm. uh, their defensive line, pretty good. Uh, Jonathan Allen had no problem getting through Mustafer and Patrick. It was it was like you know, it was easy for him. You know, <laughs> it was not not hard to get through the middle of our of our offensive line. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, Leo Factors putting up some things. There are plenty of wide receivers. Yeah. Exactly. I like Romeo Dobbs. Would like I was that Romeo Dobbs is, actually, is looking decent, man. Yep. And uh, uh, it was a spot we could have had Pickens. We could have had a, a, a few other guys. Pierce. Well, people talk about Pickens yeah, and Pierce, Pierce but Pierce. Oh, if, oh, if, oh, if oh, you oh. take if you take Brisker and you take 
Gordon off this defense. How bad are we? You bad. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like who's, who's playing safety and who's playing we're, that corner position? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you. See, we're we're still bad with them. You know, I mean, let's look at the <laughs> let's look at the Patriots game on. Patriots game. Here's the thing. Look at the at the line right now, and it's, it's sitting at eight and a half. Uh, the offshore books, the European books, uh, a little bit sharper than uh, U.S. books, and they're already at plus nine because they know that people are going to tease the Patriots and get them down to plus three, and they don't want. They think the Bears could probably, you know, if uh, backdoor it to you know get within three. So uh, they've already moved the line to Patriots minus nine. You know, in which case I, I might think about taking the bears plus nine i know it sounds outrageous but uh bears have had a little extra time to prepare for this game right all oh, the patriots bill belichick we're going to get out coach but nine points is a lot in the nfl mm-hmm. um so I, I might look at that but uh it's not a game i would recommend betting you know it's it's gonna be yeah. ugly i but, mean uh, I, I fell into the trap in green bay of betting us plus 10 it, it it's kind of yeah. worrisome to I would love to say Bears are within nine points of this team, or even I think the line I saw it at earlier this week, um, I think Wednesday was seven and a half. I would look into that as well, but and especially if Mac Jones is playing. Honestly, I and my co-host on Twelve Ounce Curl Route is a Patriots fan. I told these guys this. He likes Bailey Zappi better. I like Bailey Zappi. It seems like everyone except for Bill Belichick like ba- likes Bailey Zappi better in that offense. And but, Zappi was his pick. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted he wanted Zappi. Well, I saw it on, uh, I think, the Sleeper app this morning that Mac Jones is slated to, to get his position back um, mm-hmm. to start for the Patriots. And that probably might help, you know, because uh, uh, him coming back, he hasn't had – you know, he's been rusty. off for a few weeks. He's a little bit rusty. Bears might get, you know, with him. But, I mean, look, if you look at the rest of the Bears' schedule, I'd be hard-pressed to find some victories in there other than the Lions. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the Packers, uh, they might be one of the most dysfunctional teams in the NFL. If you look at I was going to say, yeah, they're starting the, to slowly implode, man. The, the disconnect between Aaron Rodgers and the whole rest of the team. You know, uh, it, it, it's probably not apparent to every fan, but if you look close enough, read between the lines. I mean, th- this could be a guy that's uh, uh, you know, playing alone on a team of, what, 53? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's him and 52 other guys, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it all all that matters is him. And how long you know does it saying? take for him to check how, out? How long? How long? He might already checked out, you know. Yeah, it looks like yeah, he's pretty yeah. checked out against the Jets. Yeah, and meanwhile, the Vikings are building up a nice little lead for first place in our division. Uh, is the vision? Is the division still there for the Bears to do something? Sure, but it ain't likely. Um, and then and I, I caught a little bit of you guys saying, uh, where's the value in the team? Do we start shopping players and stuff? The value is probably before the season when you could have unloaded Robert Quinn after 18 and a half sacks last yes. season. You know? It, it, and uh, I, I don't know why they – they hung on to him, or maybe maybe they shopped him, maybe they didn't. I don't know. We'll, we'll never know what kind of calls they were yeah. getting on him. We'll I never mean, know what got, they were getting. But other teams might be looking at his age and saying, "Does he have any sacks this year?" I think he's got one against. He's the got Packers. one. Okay, he, one, he had one. he had a decent game against the Packers where he was getting in the backfield quite a bit. Yeah. But other than that game, I can't think of one where where Robert Quinn was doing what I'll, he had to do. 
I was gonna say Robert Quinn's stats, I believe, when I checked them earlier in the week, they had him at seven tackles, one sack, and like maybe two hurries. For the whole season. For the whole season so far. Yeah, so I mean now his value is like gone. So you'd be lucky to get a sixth round pick for him, a seventh round pick. Uh and move some of that salary. He might be at that point he might be more more valuable to on your team than than with somebody else is a six round yeah, pick. The mm-hmm. uh the trade uh deadline is approaching. I think it's two weeks from Monday or a week from I'm mean, sorry, two weeks from Wednesday or a week from Wednesday, something like that. Is November, it November 1st? Second. So, uh November 2nd, I think Wednesday. Uh oh, wait, November the 2nd. Yeah, it's a Wednesday, which I believe is the second of November. So what is that? So a week from Wednesday. This could be a completely different team depending on how they play that trade deadline. A guy that KB was talking about, a guy that we just played against was Deron Payne, who's on his franchise tag this year. Uh, Maybe, shit, I don't know, man. Do they want a linebacker? (laughs) Yeah, another another point we're talking about in Barrier Souls is do do you guys think – we have the coach, coaches in staff uh, on our staff to develop Justin Fields. I'm I'm not sure we do. Um, I'm I was not gonna sure. say I heard that bit. Um, I was on board for Pep Hamilton. I I wanted Pep. Yeah. I was gonna. I went on record. On would have been a great hire. Sign. He would have been the best thing for Fields. Yeah. But, Lovey wanted Pep too, though. Yeah, I was gonna say we didn't love you. But the thing is, they they we interviewed Pep, did we not? I think so. I'm but sure the guy that the guy up in New York turning things around, we interviewed him and then I mean I guess when they hired Joe Shane, the writing was on the wall, he wasn't gonna come here, but man No cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, uh I know they're talking about the coaching staff in uh on the Giants and yeah, Brian Dayball. Uh, another guy who's developed Josh Allen would might have been mm-hmm. a good hire. A lot of people yeah. wanted Dayball over Eberflus. Yeah. Uh, and you know the thing is that the Bears always seem to make these hires that it's like we had the offensive coach before uh, Eberflus and Matt Nagy, and then we kind of like, well, that didn't work. Let's hire a defensive guy, you know. And we kind of go back to doing the same things when I think the thing would have been to do hire a, a, a an offensive coach that actually knew what he was doing. Right. Know? A guy because, with his own actual offense. Right. Uh, that would have been the thing to do. But uh, if you look at uh, uh, the Giants, uh, they've, they've won a lot of close games. They've gotten uh, kind of lucky. You know, they won across the pond with uh, uh, against the Packers uh, coming back in the second half. But not sure they should be 5-1. and one. Uh, They're averaging about four – Around around four yards per play of on offense, and you look at the Jaguars; they're averaging about five and a half yards per play on offense. And yards per play on offense is a good indicator of how good your team's going to be. Um, I'm on the Jaguars too, and I'll tell you why: because the public is all over the Giants at plus three, and that line has not moved an inch. If all that money's coming in on the Giants, the line should be my uh, plus two or plus two and a half. They want you to take uh, that plus money with the Giants plus three, suck you in. Because it tells you that Vegas probably thinks the Jaguars are going to win this game, or at least, you know, it'll be closer than three points. So, uh, kind of like the Jaguars in that game, we'll see if uh, Dable uh, is able to coach his way out of this one. But uh, I'm opposite on you. I like the Giants in that game. I, know. I like what they've done on defense. They run the ball. They control the clock. It's, it's ugly as hell. And I'll tell you, here's here's another example. 
uh, a little while ago, the uh, Chiefs were at home against the Raiders, and the public was all over the Chiefs, and that line did not move. Stayed at plus seven, plus seven. I, I said to myself, I'm not taking the freaking Raiders on the road, you know? And uh, they hammered the Chiefs uh, in the first half, and it looked like it was going to be a blowout. The Raiders were going to blow the Chiefs out. You know, Chiefs came back. They won the game. They didn't cover. But uh, that's this, another same example. You don't like it. I couldn't. I couldn't put my money on the Chiefs. I could hold my nose and put my money on the Chiefs or put my money on the Jaguars, you know. But that's the way that that's the way that sports books operate. They uh, entice you with the uh, appetizing line, you know, or Chiefs Chiefs minus six and a half. So oh, I only got to win by a touchdown, you know. When really the play is Raiders plus six and a half, you know. So uh, uh, I kind of like the Jaguars today. Not sure. I mean, I don't know if they'll win. I just think that that's what the line tells me. You know, if the public is all over something, you know, sportsbook don't like to lose money. They wouldn't be a business if they did. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, as far as getting back to the Bears coaches, um, like Getze might not be that good of a coordinator. He might not be uh, able to coach a quarterback. I mean, how much coaching did he have to give Aaron Rodgers, right? The dude's got a freaking golden <laughs> arm. Where? Yeah, throw the ball to this. He make every throw. Throw that way. Throw it that way, mate. <laughs> he knows. Uh, Aaron Rodgers know what knows what open looks like in the NFL. Justin Fields doesn't know what it looks like yet. I mean, I've seen Patrick Mahomes throw to just uh, to Travis Kelsey with a guy hanging on his back and put it in his stomach. You know that's open in the NFL. So uh, people have to have well, all patience that's with Justin. Not, that's Fields. not the only place he coached, though. You know, he coached at Mississippi State. He knows mm-hmm. he knows a sure. little, little bit about guys. A little bit about the passing game. Don't know everything State. yet. It's, yeah. uh, I just I feel how'd, like we're uh, how'd Mississippi the gun State do? Yeah, how Mississippi State do yesterday though? <laughs> well, Miss, that's a whole different coaching staff. <laughs> I know. got Mike Leach down there now, <laughs> um, and we beat their ass the week before. The right. Pets. But uh, I just feel like we're jumping the gun on this, fellas. It's not even one full season with this coaching yeah. staff. And, well, it, and we yeah, knew it was a rebuild when they started. Yeah. It's not like the Giants are a different story. Like I said earlier in the, in, in, in the show, they hired a GM and coach, and they seem to be getting on track. The yeah. Jaguars had all the pieces there. They just knew they needed yeah. a coach. They went Lots of high it, draft picks. Right, Right, a lot of high draft. Picks. I was gonna say, yeah, the, when you uh, pick in the top three to past decade, you, know, you right. should have a team. The Vikings yeah. had the Vikings had the roster in place when they went and got their GM and head coach. So it, we're a we're a different monster than all these other teams yeah. that hired new head coaches and new GMs. The, Holes the, came in and took the job because he knew it was a teardown effort. Yeah, he knew he had to do what he has to do. Bears fans got to understand it's a teardown. Right. Exactly. So that begs a few questions, though. Like, do you think that uh, Justin Fields, how, how, uh, how married to Justin Fields are polls and, and the coaching staff? This is, this is what I was saying. Uh, And I I know, I know AC started to speak on it when I had to uh, go take care of something. If you put, the what what people are mocking to us you put Bryce Young behind this offense he's Bryce on Young will be carried out on the fucking stretcher <laughs> after last week's game you imagine a, a six foot yeah. under 200 pound quarterback he, taking those hits he's on yeah, he right will now. be dismantled yeah. uh my man Lawrence Lawrence Holmes said the shit best yeah it is coaching malpractice yeah. you are trying to evaluate a kid and giving him nothing to work with yeah yeah I 
I, I know what it's like to, to play fail. hero ball. Okay, then they they literally put Fields out there and said play hero ball. Yeah. So I'm, I'm to, with you. To me, Set up to fail. You have there's no world where you should be drafting the quarterback next year unless it's in the later round. And that is just so you can have a young body in this room not named Trevor Simeon. Fields needs to have whatever they're planning for next year planned out and done for him. And then you go, you go with his growth. The only thing we can ask for right now is for this man to try to grow. But you're asking him to try to grow in a world of d- dysfunction. That is all that it is. It's a world of dysfunction. You can't tell somebody we want you to be greater than what the dysfunction is because that's not possible. It's not. Yeah. Well, so, I, can't, I can't speak for polls and the guys. I know he went on radio right after he got hired and said, yes, we believe him. Fields and everyone still said, like, does he really or is he bullshit? No. Either Imagine way. if he said the opposite, though. I don't like Breaking down the top three quarterbacks in next yeah. year's draft. We just talked about Bryce Young. He'd be on IR. You yep. talk about C.J. Stroud. Same offense Justin Fields was in. Who looked better yeah. in it? Justin Fields Fields. led that team Justin. to a national championship yeah. run in that same offense. He looks better in it. Then my guy, Will Levis. I'm a Kentucky fan. I love Will Levis. He's my dude. He's the heart and soul of the Kentucky football Wildcats. But he holds on to the ball too long. He's always got at least one play a game where you're like, how did you throw that? Why did you throw that? Yeah. And he's being injured because he's getting hit too much because our offensive line is struggling here too. Like, I give me Justin Fields over all three of those guys. You were yes, talking about I'm the Washington you. State guy. The Washington State guy is the next highly rated guy, highest ranking guy, and that offense out there is just – I mean, Gardner Minshew is the last guy I can name coming out of that offense that's done anything, and he's a backup. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Try- Give me Justin Fields, man. I'm, I'm married. I'm trying not to yes. be uh, too, too Jordan Silvera-y here on the show, but I've been throw- I know I'm, I'm throwing some curveballs at you because I think uh, – I agree with Bigfoot Loch Ness, great name. Uh, but Poles is still building the team. Yes, he built a crap, a pile of crap this year. But let's see what he does in next yeah. year's draft and free agency. Yeah. Okay, we'll give him an, another year. Fine. Uh, he's going to have a lot more to play with uh, next year in cap space and money. A lot. But I think we, we, it's certainly fair, Chris Watts, to grade him up until this point as saying, mm. look at the roster he's built. Look at the players he's drafted. Uh, the offensive linemen, he invested in three of them. Two of them, I don't think. Uh, one of them's on IR, and one of them, I think, is on the practice squad. Oh, like yeah. Uh, Zachary Thomas from San Diego State. Zachary Thomas is on the practice squad. Right. Tyree Carter is actually on the roster, and, okay. and then there was Kramer, Kramer is hurt. He's on IR. So we lo- he, he invested in four guys past the fifth round. Yeah, I mean, Braxton Jones started. <laughs> right, Braxton, Braxton, Jones, Braxton Jones has some potential. I mean, to me, he's a little light. Little, uh, he needs a, another year in the NFL weight program. I think there's some potential there. He mirrors real well, you know. Uh, not sure he's great in the run game, but uh, he's been sufficient enough. A guy who's who's great in the run game is Tevin Jenkins. The, the mm. kid's a bully. He's our yeah. best lineman. I don't know. I mean, there was a bunch of mind games going on with him during and before the season with, you know, oh, we're going to put this kid down on the second line, all this stuff. And that's that's coach's business. I don't care. But he's obviously, as you've watched play, our best lineman so yeah. far. So you, you you have to kind of keep him in mind going forward for sure. The rest of the guys, I don't know. I mean, the uh, 
the left side, the center and left uh, guard are. We, we need really a lot of improvement. There, well, man. they've said they're they. From what I've read, they put Schofield at left guard, and they got Patrick okay. at center. I, so I, an so. NFL veteran. Uh, to me, Al Patrick is also a little light in the pants, but I mean. I think you well, got it depends on the offense you're running too. If you look at the offense yeah. that we ran last year when you had Castillo, I know. the wanted, zone you don't need as heavy. You need guys who can move. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If they if they ain't heavy, they better be country strong <laughs> or at least weight room strong. <laughs> the, I'm not sure our guys are. Mustafer may be able to move. He can't move. move. I mean, he'll be able to run, but he can't move, move. anybody off the line, man. Right. I was gonna say I know hindsight is 2020, man. I've said that a few times today. But dog, how yeah. how nice would it have been to still have James Daniels on this fucking roster? Yeah, like yep. just just take all the bullshit out. You you can put him at say we moved him in the center this year, dude. Then you have him and Jenkins on the inside. Then half the things we're looking for aren't really issues. Yeah, I mean the week the, the week is fine. The Steelers aren't burning the world down either. No, I'm not saying that they are, but you've seen, you seen his uh, line as well. So I was yeah. gonna say, but his his, his, his last couple this games year has have been, been amazing. Good. Yeah, last couple games are pretty good. Maybe he was hurt to start the year. We don't know, but uh, Mustafer is a weak link. Shouldn't be starting. Wouldn't make any other God, NFL no. roster. Nah. Uh, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, he's in the center of your line. You know. Uh, that's where all the pressure Justin Fields sees him. Why he's not, right. you know, he, he's not. He's making one read and running. Yeah, you know, and then you yeah. put in a, a, some pressure around the edges when Braxton Jones and Larry Borum let their guy out. But I mean, they've been okay. They're serviceable. You know, the the defense. I've been, I've, I've been disappointed in Larry Borum this year, honestly. Yeah, I had I high hopes for him. Um, and he's maybe just, he's better at guard. Just, I don't. I think it's strength with him. I don't, I don't think he'd be better at guard. I think. Mm-hmm. His best position is tackle, but I think he's a backup at best. Okay. Am I fair? A Kentucky guy. I'll admit I'm biased. There was a dude named Darian Kennard you might have heard of. Yeah. He would be a perfect pretty, right pretty good player. That, that's perfect. why I said uh when when I, I I listed all those names of uh offensive tackles. Yep. KB hit on it. This you need two of them. Of the show. Not not and just the, one. Orlando Brown, the left tackle from Kansas from City. KC? Probably a, fr- a free agent, and he named McGlinchey, who was a more yeah. more likely. McGlinchey is on the 49ers. They run yeah. this offense. He knows this offense. He's played in it for four years. If he's yep. a free agent, I, I would pay big money for both of those players. I don't. Yep. If they came in and said, "Oh, well, this is what my my agent is looking for," all right, bro, we'll give you five million over that just to get you in the door. I, yep. I got I got a shit ton of money to play with. Do do what you have to do, but you need to protect. Fields, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say somebody else will be quarterback next year. Fields needs to be protected, mm-hmm. protected down to the wire. Nice, like, like big a lot of niggas say. Look, I, I get what you're saying, bro. You don't have no problem. We don't have a problem <laughs> right now. I mean, for for next year, we have a problem with watching this kid get killed every time he draws back. Forty six percent pressures on on dropbacks, bro. Yeah. And then I, I made this other little joke. Four point six million in your wide receiver room. That's it. You're not over fifty on either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. There's, nothing. there's there's a bunch of guys who bear, who probably wouldn't make any other team's roster. You know. Yeah. yeah. Tareen made a good point here, where we don't yeah. give quarterbacks a three year window anymore. That goes down to salary cap. Yeah. Because these quarterbacks are getting paid paid when they hit their free agency mark. I mean, other than I guess. 
Trubisky really didn't. But other than that, these dudes, if the, if you think they're the starter, they're getting big money. Uh, so you have to evaluate them on the rookie contract. You have to try and build a team while they're on the rookie contract, which yeah. could hurt us yeah, in the future. Ideally, you want, like Aaron's saying, ideally you want a quarterback on his rookie contract. Yeah, you know, so you can really build because after that, you know, it's, you got to make some adjustments in personnel yeah. and salary. But right. I mean, another guy had flashed up there. He he turned five picks into eleven. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if qual- well, quantity is better it. than quality. You know, I mean, there's a there's a certain I, I could see him trading five into seven. Maybe we get some better quality. You know, drafting the guys that were little. You know, that we missed on. You know, but uh, a, a quality doesn't always. I mean, quantity doesn't always equal quality. You know, well, that's, my, that sounds my like the Ryan Pace effort there. Yeah. He he would turn five, turn six seven. into three, and then yeah, exactly. none of them hit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's so you just you just got to – I mean, we just got to trust the dude. Like, I, I want to yeah. give Ryan Poles a chance. I like the guy. I didn't – honestly, I didn't know him when we hired him. I yeah, was, I didn't either. I, I had to read up on him after we hired him. And yeah, Eberflus right. was his guy. He came out on record, said, this was my guy. I loved him. That's the reason why we don't have Dable. That's the reason why we don't have Quinn, who's got that Dallas defense playing well again. That Because that this was his dude, and Eberflus obviously had a plan to build yeah. for the future. I just really think this year sucks because they know and we know, even though we didn't want to admit it going into the season, this is really a teardown year. We have yep. older players on bad contracts that he had to clean up. So he yeah. didn't have the money to throw around to. And honestly, I don't even like the idea of throwing money to a big name free agent wide receiver. What would Odell Beckham Jr. be doing on this offense right now? No, It'd be Cleveland all over again. Yeah. He'd be Nothing. pissed off. He's not yep. getting the ball. Yep. And he'd be That's the first one. That's why he's not here, AC. Right. He'd be That's the why first he's not one here. There talking about how bad this offense is. <laughs> yeah. I, I just. My thing is social media. I'm, I'm saying this because I'm I'm not I'm not gonna you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna sit here and dismiss polls. You know what I'm saying? I'm we're gonna give him his chance yeah. next year because that's that's what it is. The fact of the matter is, uh, my 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 one of my favorite comedians of all time, Dave Chappelle, said it best. It's it's been rather uncomfortable to watch. That's that's the big thing. And yeah. more on top of that is saying we need Phils to get out of here with confidence and healthy. Because this is what the whipping boy year, and we're using Fields as the whipping boy. Yeah, like La- like you said, Lawrence Holmes, man, it's like criminal. Yeah, Cri- I, criminal. What they put up for him to use, and is basically this is his rookie year. We can't. I know last year was his rookie year, but this is really his rookie but, year. And know? like I said, no man, we're not. I'm not trying to jump the gun and say anything bad about the dude. I'm not. Like I said, but if you were, I would have had Riley Reef playing at this point. I'm sorry. I, if you don't want to play him because you don't want to pay him, then th- that's really shame on polls. Yeah. And the shame on the coaching staff. If Riley Reef is actually one of the better fucking linemen we have, he needs to be starting somewhere. I mean, so he's he like, not be, though. If, if if we don't. If they're not putting him in, they're seeing him every day. We see him. We say that about how back. many players, though? We, right. Right, we said that about Travis Gibson earlier. Why isn't Travis Gibson starting over Al-Kadeem Muhammad? There you go. You know what I'm saying? We sit, we literally sat and watched Sam Mustafer play five fucking games. You know what I'm saying? I I get it when you don't have, it's hard to say we should do. But man, something has to give. 
when you got a dude being destroyed up the middle and then you you have last week with the Redskins, Montez Sweat beating, fuck, beating my man's like a fucking drum. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah, do something. Like I said that. God man. damn it! Commanders' <laughs> <laughs> line, Commanders' defensive line is pretty darn good, man. Their front yeah. Tough. They invested high draft picks. Even when they had, even when they had needs at other places, they they went with best player available in their in their opinion and and invest and their best defensive lineman wasn't even playing against us. Chase Young is a monster, absolute. Beast. Yep. And he's staying on the sideline with Pip. Just can't stay face. healthy. Yeah. Uh, so we're not we're not ending the careers of Poles and Eberflus. I just want to I just want to make that clear. All I'm saying is it's fair to judge them on this season. If we're going to judge, if you right. if y'all Bigfoot Loch Ness, if you're going to judge Justin Fields, facts, we sure as hell can <laughs> fucking judge Eberflus <laughs> on this season. Thank you. Okay. It's, it's partly their fault. He's doing. He's working with what he's got. Shit. Yeah. Yep. I'm telling you. Like we said, uh, and, I, and like I said earlier, if you don't admire the game that Justin Fields played last week, uh, the grit, man, the sacks, the stones, fucking, I I love the kid, man. I just I don't care. He may not. He may not end up being good. But I'll take that game as uh, I'll take that game to heart as one that I really uh, enjoyed his performance. I don't care. It, it, it's a young kid, 22 years old. He doesn't know the playbook fully. He doesn't understand the NFL game. But he's going to give you everything he has. He's going to leave everything on the field. You can beat him up. You're not going to. You're not going to beat him. You know, uh, alone. You're not going to beat him one on one. He's going to do whatever he can to win the game. And that's something you can build on, man. If he's not mm. going to get the the passing game, uh, look look at the speed. He's one of the fastest players on the field when he takes the field. It's obvious, man. He can outrun the def- he can outrun defensive backs if he gets yeah. ahead of steam. But mm-hmm. uh, if he doesn't get the NFL passing game, then yeah, you can say, all right, he's probably going to end up being RG three, you know, yeah. somewhere else backing up somebody, backing backing up Lamar mm. Jackson or whatever. KB uh, said that uh, to get back on track here with this week's game, mm-hmm. he said that New Orleans, at least against the Packers, were running a lot of man defense. Now, if they're running man defense, when you talk about Justin Fields being able to run, there's your chance. Yeah. You can try to spy somebody on him, but then that takes away from your pass rush and the ability to stop the run, you know, stuff like that. So, yep. But we got to get into so, this game. And if you guys don't mind, because I've yeah. got to. I've got to go soon. Uh, yeah, give us some get, predictions. We can get our uh, <laughs> oh, no. bowl, bowl prediction, score prediction, offensive, defensive <laughs> MVPs, and then uh, and and we'll get out of here for the day. Uh, we'll start with you, Chris, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go backwards this way, Chris, KB, Tooch, and then I'll finish this off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I reckon. I reckon a score. I'm in my head. I'm go. I'm thinking Patriots is gonna win. But in my heart, I've got like the Bears winning 21-18. So I'm going to stick to a Bears win at 21-18. I'm going to be positive, man. So I was, I was quite negative on this last time we did this year. So I'm thinking, yeah, Bears hopefully by three. Um, offensive player, I think it's going to have to be Justin Fields, really. You know, he's, you know, it's just like what Toot said. The guy's got the grit. And I just love to see him have a, have, a, have a full game like he had that second half in Minnesota. So I'm going to give Fields the offensive player. 
And on the defense, I'm going to go. Ooh. Eddie Jackson. Because I absolutely, I didn't despise him as a person, obviously, but as a player, I, he really did made in over the last couple of years. But he's a player what's really turned it around in my eyes. So I'd like to, I'd like to see uh, Eddie person. Jackson have a good one. <laughs> Not despise him as a person. <laughs> I don't know, man. I bet he's a nice guy, but like, you know what I mean? Like some people... You know, they talk so personal about the player, but you don't know the fucking player as a man, right. as a person, as a human. So hey, Chris, I'm just I saying about... Yeah, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to backtrack now, aren't I? Terribly. <laughs> so I'm just going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Chris, he just got a punchable face, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just digging that hole, Chris. Keep digging that hole, mate. <laughs> Keep digging the hole. <laughs> you all good, man. You all good, friends. This is funny. Uh, I guess I go with mine, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I, I, I want to be realistic. <laughs> I'll probably say 17, 14. Oh, God, I, I have such a hard time picking against the Bears, even when I know I should. Mm. I give us 17 to the, the Patriots, 14. Uh, bold prediction, we throw, we throw for over 200 yards. How about that? And 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 more than one touchdown through the air, uh, yeah. I, player of the game on offense, I'm. It's got to be Fields. I don't. I don't see it, how it could be anybody else. Uh, defense, I'm gonna go with Brisker, and that's only because I I just got a feeling that Brisker's starting to kind of break out. And like like my boy AC said, it I, that nine. My boy my boy is starting to flash, man. I feel like he'll make he'll make a bunch of plays today, kind of establish himself even more. So, yeah, yeah, I I I'll go with that, man. That's 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 all I got. All right, go ahead, Tooch. All right, I'm gonna uh, the overs seven and one in the Patriots' last eight home games, and they're sit, the, this number's sitting at forty and a half. So I'm gonna say twenty six nineteen. Patriots. I said, motherfucker, you got a lot of people scoring points, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you might see like a, mi- a missed uh, two point try. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All right. You got uh, MVPs on each side of the ball, or I guess the missed two point conversion could be your bowl, com- bowl yeah. prediction. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. Uh, crap. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I would take an offensive MVP to be Montgomery again. I think uh, if the Bears are smart, they're going to run the ball because that's the Patriots' weakness. I know they'll try to gear up to stop the run, but that's really the only thing the Bears do well, and that's run the ball, 171 yards a game and rushing. So uh, uh, give me uh, David Montgomery, and then I think if the Bears are going to win this game, stay in the game, we got to get some turnovers. So give me Eddie Jackson with the interception. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick, man. The uh, the number's a little high, I think. Um, I'm going to go uh, – we got a lot of people in the chat picking Bears, um, but I really don't see us winning this game. Um, I think that it's closer than the books say. I don't think, I don't think nine points is unsurmountable. Um, but I do believe uh, Patriots win this one. I'm going to go with – 
20 to 17. Let's give us a good close game. Uh, both teams fighting for everything. Um, and we're in a rebuild. The Patriots should be in a rebuild, but they're scared to do that. Uh, my offensive MVP, man, y'all kind of took everybody, didn't you? Um, so, <laughs> the obvious was shit. Right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna go to I'm going to go with Montgomery as well. Uh, Tooch, you spoke about them stopping the run, or, or that's going to be what they're going to hone in on. If you got dudes trying to stop the run, get that ball on the outside. Give me some Montgomery screen plays, maybe some Herbert screen plays. You get that speed on the outside. You know, he should have had a touchdown last week and he got caught. Um, so, yeah, definitely give me some um, – actually, give me Herbert. Yeah, I'll give me Khalil Herbert on the offense. And on defense, give me Jalen Johnson. I think he's going to be – Task to shut down their top yeah. wide receiver, and I think he'll do a good job of it. Uh, maybe he gets a pick. I know he's not really a a, a pick artist or a ball hawk, as they say, but uh, give me, give me him to get an interception. Um, I'd love to see us. Might be blitz. our best defensive player, right? I'd love to see us blitz a little more. We were able to get home on the Commanders with that. Hopefully, that goes into the game plan again tomorrow night. Um, and uh, yeah, that that'll be. That, that, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, I got Patriots by three. So we cover, but we lose. Uh, sucks to see another loss on national television. But what, hopefully- what do you think about his question? I was looking at that. Uh, I would I would temper that to say it would depend on the performance. Uh, I'm not going to – I don't care if we win or lose at this point. A lot, of, a lot of my is. optimism – a lot of my optimism was killed last week. Right? Yeah. I was gonna say I mean, the Redskins. God damn it! It's another dollar. Commanders <laughs> <laughs> losing losing to that team was like watching that episode of South Park where they had the the, the baseball and you had the, the kids play baseball and they didn't want to win and you had to outsuck the other team. That's what it looked like, and we just sucked the worst and we lost. <laughs> so. I, it kind of killed my spirits. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I want, I just want to see offense. I want to see a team look like they're act, they are actually having a plan, and they're moving forward. We lose to the Patriots, and we actually look like a functional offense. Maybe Nikhil Harry comes in, and two jump balls later, we look better. I don't know. Yeah, I feel better by myself. Yeah. I mean, if, if Pettis makes that catch or Mooney makes that catch, then maybe I'm in a different headspace right now. It's just, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like just just like Justin Fields said after the game, I it's so close to yeah. keep being told we're right there, we're right there, we're right there. And Justin Fields has never never been in this situation. Right. He's a five star recruit coming out of high school. He went to Georgia. He sat behind. Uh, from uh, yeah and then, then he went up to ohio state he leads them in the national championship status so this is a new a new thing for him that's testing his uh what's the word i'm looking for resilience uh, yeah resilience. Resilience, for sure uh we'll get into shout outs and we'll close this whole thing out because my wife's already texting me telling me that, get the <laughs> yeah get the app out get clean out the garage honey yeah. yeah, get them gutters done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we'll do the same the same lineup for shout outs that we did for our predictions and everything, and we'll we'll head on out of here. Go ahead, Chris. Cool. Yeah, shout out is to you boys. It's great to have uh, you fellas back on. Um, 
Yeah, sh- shut up. I'm just sort of. I just keep laughing at the uh, at the uh, the ladies that free free ladies thing. I've still got that stuck in my head. What we're coming up on the text. So my bed's still a little bit all over the place for some reason. Uh, but yeah, just just great spending time with you boys. And uh, yeah, I just I just don't want us to get embarrassed on national TV again. Really, you know, I just want it to be a you know a close game, and hopefully the Bears can edge it out and uh, and bear down. Bear down. Go ahead, KB. I'm man, in the interest of keeping my boy uh, out of trouble, man. Just shout out to the fans. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody on the network, man. Keep doing your thing. Uh, let's pray for better days, man. All right, go ahead, Tooch. All right. Uh want to thank uh, Aldo and the Barroom Network for uh, all the stuff they do, all the hard work, all the personalities, mm-hmm. all the folks that give up time to uh, come on in and, uh, you know, uh, talk some Bears football. And uh, there's no fantasy football goon show after this as both of uh, – uh, uh, I would have to do the show by myself because the other boys are uh, unavailable. But uh, nobody wants to watch me talking fantasy football by myself. So uh, <laughs> we went a little extra long here. And uh, check out weekend sports betting tips with me and Sean and Anthony on Saturday mornings, man. Gave out some free plays this weekend. Unfortunately, I have not won my free plays on the show yet in the past few weeks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my free play on Twitter did hit last night. Anthony and Sean both won theirs on, uh, on weekend sports betting tips. Um and uh, uh, next, uh, not this weekend, but the week follow weekend, everyone will be at Kings in Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, barroom personalities, Mike North and Aldo and myself, Dan Aguirre, uh, Mr. Shorty from Bears Country Podcast. Uh, we'll all be hanging out, bowling, watching sports, and uh, uh, talking uh, with fireflies. So come on out, and it's at noon on Saturday at Kings in Rosemont, Illinois. All right, yeah. Um, so first off, shout out to you guys for coming on here and helping me out today. Shout out to Aldo for holding down the fort for me last week. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Y'all definitely bring it every week. Uh stay tuned right here to the barfly or to the ballroom network for all things Chicago related. Uh, Bears, Cubs, Sox, even though their season's over. I think we got a Blackhawks show. Uh we we got everything that you could want on here. Um, definitely. Um, I, I'm going to Louisville today for the, uh, for a tour of the, um, sanatorium that was a tuberculosis sanatory years ago. Uh, a lot of people lost their lives. So it's kind of like a spooky season thing. I was going to say, was it haunted yeah, tour? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, okay. Uh, okay. Get your ghost adventures on. Yeah. We're going to check they that have, out. Like, do they like spruce it up with some like, Actors they do a and, they do a Halloween tour, but we're going okay. on a historical tour. It's okay, the day I thought man, sometimes they like have like people dress up. It's like a haunted house, scary, and you know you get a right. bunch of yeah. you know scares. Yeah. Okay, so hey, don't let nobody grab you. <laughs> that's, why that's, why, that's why I'm in kind of a rush here to get out of here because I'm getting yep. uh, getting texted. So uh, we'll see, see y'all next week. Going. We'll see y'all next week and uh, leave everybody with a bear down. Bear down. Bear down.